Hello, guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Ho Show. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Riley McDermott, as usual, and our special guest, our classmate from back in ISB, Ethan Ma. Welcome, Ethan. Thanks, guys. So, Ethan, let's establish, like, a timeline of, like, how we all know each other first, because we were talking about this before we started the show, but, like, it's kind of weird how we all met each other, and, like, even Ryan, who was supposed to be our last guest, but that, like, podcast (laughs) failed for for the moment. Like, even how we met him. So, because I know we knew each other before IMG, but that's where, like, we got to know yeah. each other more. But, like, obviously, I didn't know. Or did I know Ed Han, actually, probably more, right? Going in. Because yeah, I knew Ed Han from elementary school. So, just, like, yeah. establish that. When did you get to ISB? Then And when you left? And then, like, from there on out. Okay. So, I joined in fifth grade. Yeah. Fifth grade. And then all the way from middle school. And then I think IMG was in eighth grade. Um, and then I stayed till our freshman year. And then that's when I left for boarding school. And I repeated a year. So I'm technically like a year behind you guys right now. Yeah. yeah. So I joined, I think I joined. Yeah. Well, I know I joined in fifth grade too. I came to ISB in fifth grade too. But I met Ed Han in elementary school. And then we became friends in mm-hmm. elementary school. And then... I don't think I knew you until the eighth grade year. Yeah. Or at yeah. least. And then it just seems kinda of like a blur. Yeah. And then yeah. like I was like, Oh, Ed Hans here too? I don't even know how did we even like know each all of each other were was at IMG in the first place? I don't even know. I think I might like uh, seen Ed Hans WeChat story or something. I was like, Oh shit, they're here too. So Yeah, I just started like digging around. I think I saw both of you guys like walking into the dorm or something and like we reached out, I guess, but yeah, because we could not stand our roommate. Who did you even have as a roommate? Did you even have that bad of a roommate or anything? That no, made you we guys had, it was just me and Ed, like, the first, like, two weeks. And oh. we had you guys for a week, and then we had David for the last two, I think. Oh, so you stayed, like, the whole summer for that then, too. Yeah, dude, five weeks, man. So then oh. you and Arho, Arho, when did you even get to ISB? You came in, like, seventh or eighth grade, right? It was uh, eighth grade, yeah. 8th grade, uh, yeah. But we knew each other, yeah. f- so we knew each other from Sports Beijing Baseball outside of before you came to ISB. And yeah. same as, like, I knew Ethan Wen from Sports, uh, we all knew Ethan Wen before uh-huh. he came in freshman year from Sports Beijing Basketball. But, like, you came through Sports Beijing Baseball, but then you and Ethan also met outside of, or also, like, first encountered each other outside of ISB too, right, with the ping pong thing that you guys were talking about earlier? Yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, I've yeah. ever formally met him though. Yeah, bro, but you played like next to me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I didn't you know just your didn't name. Acknowledge yeah, that's true. That's that's true. At all. Like I, I barely remembered you, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Arho, did you ever go to IMG? I don't even remember. Did you no. ever go? To nah. I was going to go that, that summer. David went. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't go. <laughs> the same. The summer David went was that the summer David went and stayed with us. For that, yeah, like, I was gonna go days? that summer, but. No, yeah, David. Fun. David, like, came in late. He was, like, the last person, our roommate, and we, like, didn't know if he was going to come. And then he, like, walks in at, like, midnight, and they, like, just, like, turn a light on while we're all, like, half asleep. And then David just walks to his, his bed. And, like, I kid you not, like, one <laughs> one or two one or two days later, David's like, fuck this shit. And then he just, like, walks out on us and, like, goes no. to another room because of our 
fucking uh, big ass roommate. And then Ryan and I, like after the first week, because Ryan and I were staying for two weeks, we like sat our roommate down. We're like, yo, bro, you got any like other friends that like are going to camp right now? Because like (laughs) we're like tired of your shit. Can you like just leave? And then he's like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> I was like, we were like kind of scared because he's like a big, he's like for the football camp or whatever. And he's like, a, he oh, like okay. lineman. Yeah, he I would like O lineman, dude. <laughs> yeah. He was like super dumb. But like, um, <laughs> we were like, O-line but he was actually cool about it. He was cool about it. We saw him like one or two times, not talked to him, but like saw yeah. him eating at like the dining hall. And then like, that's when I found out like Ethan and. I think I found out before that Ethan and Edward were staying there because I was like, okay, we got to set them up as roommates and then kick this guy out. Then we went down the front (laughs) front desk and they like managed it all. And then we stayed with them for the next week after that. And that was a pretty fun time. That was like the only fun time at IMG because the next year we came back, we had like two dickhead roommates again for baseball and they were just like assholes. Oh, right. You guys went for two summers. Well, I went that summer, too. Oh, really? Yeah. You guys both went for two you summers? Went, you went that no, same we didn't other summer? At the time, so. uh, no, we, uh, we didn't match at the time. So yeah, yeah, that's true, I think. Yeah. We're not good at matching. Arho and I were, went to the same, like, B1 baseball camp and didn't ma- he didn't match up his time. Yeah, either. it was, like, oh, back-to-back bro. weeks. Yeah, that was so <laughs> dude, terrible, right? dude. And then you got put with, like, the younger division group. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was, that was kind of bad, but... Oh, I get it. I was trash though. Yeah. <laughs> they just look at your skill and they're like, "Ah, you go to, go to the fifteen-year-olds." Yeah. But, no, I was. I was. Oh, yeah. Like you were my younger. age was. Yeah. The, yeah, I was. Like, I was younger than you guys, so like it was the right age group. Yeah. But not the right grade level. Yeah. So Ethan, you stayed until freshman year, and then sophomore year, you came back to the states. Well, that's to presume that you lived in the states before, did you, or where'd you live before coming mm. to ISB? No nah, man, I grew up in Beijing, so. But just going to a different school before fifth grade. Yeah, I went to Dulwich. Uh, for like. Right, you were at Dulwich back then too. Yeah, oh my dude. god, I, for, I keep forgetting that. Yeah, we all came from. Dulwich. Wait, did we did we have a uh, same year at Dulwich at any time? When did you go to? I don't think so. Oh, I think dude. you went to ISB the year I went to Dulwich. Yeah. Wait, where were you before? Oh, I keep forgetting that our whole you even went to Dulwich. Where did you go before that? Like local Chinese school. I went to Harrow, and then oh, before that was Harrow? two oh Chinese schools. Oh my god, Harrow! Oh my yeah, dude, this is dude, so there's nostalgic, like, there's like dude. Three other British, three schools. other Harrow kids at ISB in our grade. Yeah, dude, I just remember Harrow from like elementary school sports or like middle school. Sports. Oh my god, dude, yeah, we... Harrow sports was ass, dude. <laughs> it was oh, like the worst. I keep of forgetting the worst. all these schools that we played, even played against. Oh, it brings back a lot of memories. Yeah, but yeah. then okay, so Ethan, you then you left in um, started not started freshman after freshman year, and then you mm-hmm. went to the states to boarding school. What boarding school to, is that? Yeah, it's called St. George's School. It's in Rhode Island. It's like next to a beach. It's just this like really preppy place. With a lot of like rich white people. No offense. Yeah. That offends anyone. No. Yeah. They say you right. say anything on this. Yeah. You already determined that. <laughs> what's like the biggest difference you felt like dude i don't know it's just like like i mean obviously i'm very privileged to have like gone but it was like a very like weird experience because um there was only like two or three asian kids in my grade and then a couple of them left after um the first year 
so it, like I went from like being part of like a majority to like quickly becoming like a minority and it was like just like a weird experience and like a lot of things were really like new and like fresh but like you know I liked America and fuck I mean dude it was it was a so it was like a school next to a beach so I had a fun time but like you know it was just really weird I'm not gonna lie like a lot of people had like houses in the Hamptons and like fucking like partied and like oh dude it was just so like de- like detached like i just like be like oh like my house is in the hamptons and like the water runs gray sometimes i'm like i don't relate to that man like where is the hamptons like yeah <laughs> yeah as a kid that grew up in like you know the other side of the world it's like yo <laughs> yo what the fuck like yeah yeah time, though. sounds like that's kind of like the same for yeah. me well not really, because I started, I, like, started in the international school scene. We did, like, super young. Like, because I came to, like, yeah. went to Thailand when I was in first grade. So then mm. I kind of, like, knew not about the American, like, school culture or anything. And that yeah. just, like, kind of, anyone, like, even the friends I made, like, the from, like, America and, like, or Canada or wherever, in, yeah. like, Thailand and in China, like, from outside, like, we didn't really know what it was else it was like growing up outside like an international school system and environment where like everything's like so so close-knit like shuni community and like the isb community where you like all basically knew each other and were like involved in the other events so it's kind of like i didn't have that like opposite effect that you did when you went back and i guess you said that it was like fine when you went back and it's like didn't really like have a big culture shock or show much effect at all right yeah no yeah it was fine but it was just really weird like little things like like snapchat fucking like like hookup culture was really weird i did not understand it even until like my senior year and then like shit like um i don't know man and then like in every grade in my school there's this like group of like really like popular blonde chicks and like really popular blonde white guys and they all like just like huddled in one group and they all like lived on the same floors and shit because it was like a boarding school and then like all the asians lived in this one dorm called east and it was just like cornered off to like the rest of campus i think like like i, I think i think i did the math it was like 17 chinese dudes like a couple of koreans and then like free a oh, black guy and then like free white guys so it was just like this like dorm that was like super diverse and it just like cornered off and they just like did their own thing Wait, so did they... Who picked the dorms? Do you guys no, choose it? No, we get to choose, yeah. Oh, so they, yeah. like, voluntarily, like... Yeah, you know, yeah. They group up, Yeah, right? but the teachers can, yeah, like... Yeah, that's like, kind of sad, yeah. though. Yeah, but the teachers can, like, like kind of move shit around. Like, they have, But like, they don't. They don't. They just let the, yeah. the Chinese kids, like... <laughs> <laughs> Minority dorm. Yeah, dude. Um, yeah, or all the dorms like, the same yeah. price? Or is it, like, college, where they can, like, pick a more expensive dorm or something? No, it's, it's all the same price. Because there's only, like, 400 kids. Something. Yeah, that makes it even weirder how, like, all some one type of people gets in the same dorm then. Because, like, yeah. we have dorms at our... Segregation, dude. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> we have dorms at our school where, like, it's, like, there's, like, the rich kids, like, the most expensive doors where all, like, the rich kids go and they have, like, sinks in, sh- in their bathroom huh. and, like, full kitchenettes on each, like, floor and stuff, right? Damn. But, like, yeah, that's a, a whole different, like, story in high school or on a boarding school where you all pay the same and then it just ends up, like kind of getting segregated from like other people it's kind of funny yeah i get it but it's like i don't know like the chinese kids always really wanted to like separate off for some reason none of them like wanted to talk to anyone 
and I like I didn't live in that dorm. I lived in like another dorm called like Eccles, yeah. which like you know, had the basketball team and everything. And it was just like another experience. But it was just like it was so weird. I, I can't even explain it. Like some of the <laughs> shit, like sorry for cursing, but like some of the shit I saw like in four years, just so weird. Like all the teachers yeah. are really weird. Dude, we have a fair share of stories of like weird teachers at ISB, but we can't like can we like not name drop? Honestly, we probably should. Like yeah, not that no, they would I'm ever listen, sure. but yeah, yeah. I mean, I we have uh, we had some teacher viewers. Don't Maybe they uh, won't listen. Uh, <laughs> like Stenning and Cover are fine though, because we wouldn't. Yeah, shout shout out to Stenning and Cover. Talk bad on the. Yeah. I doubt Stenning listens to this anymore. Our Even loyal uh, teacher supporters. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stenning. I remember when we asked like Stenning to be like the um, sponsor because we were like trying to make it a club so that we could like have an excuse to use all the equipment of the what was it the middle school yeah, like, like the podcasting rooms. club yeah. yeah and their mics and stuff so we made an excuse so that we were like starting our own media club and then first of all <laughs> yeah, we didn't even get our like out. papers in or whatever the shit was their excuse was we like missed the deadline to create a club or whatever stupid excuse that was and then we missed the deadline to get into club fair or whatever and then like when we asked when we were talking about it we, well, we were just taking bp on a random like off day right it was who was yeah. it? it was you and me was grayson there too I think Grayson might Probably. Be he's, he's always there. Yeah. And then we were like, somebody, somebody texts Stenning. And then we just text Stenning. And then he just walks all the way <laughs> out here from his, from like the dome or from like his wood shop or whatever. And we're like, uh, yo, Stenning, you want to uh, sponsor this uh, club? He's like, yeah, sure. And then <laughs> we just have nothing <laughs> left. And he just walks back. We like could have answered it in a text. Like said, hey, Stenning, in the text, do you want to sponsor this? But we said, hey, Stenning, can you walk out all the way over here? We got to <laughs> ask you something. <laughs> It's like those. The, it's like those professors trying to set up meetings when it could just be done in the email. Yeah, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> yeah. My professor. I've had a the, uh, my math professor for the semester. Like he like wanted to. If you like had a problem with your grade or something, he could you could set up yeah. a meeting with him. But I literally just like asked him to regrade all my exams because we could ask for that. And every single exam he regraded, like gave me more points back because his grading <laughs> didn't agree with uh, the like TAs who grade it. So I ended up, if I wouldn't have done that, I would have gotten kind of hosed on in math. Yeah, yeah I feel like I some do. TAs are just salty, dude. Dude, yeah. <laughs> they just, they're like... Bad experience. Yeah. They're great. They just want to hurt, yeah. hurt the undergrads, yeah, you know? Dude. If they're not less, giving, less like, competition. A, a rubric or something, they don't even, like, know what to do. They just get graded off their own standards, and it's just awful. Exactly. Especially yeah. for partial credit. I mean, you can't do the same for, um, like, for physics. We had the Scantron, you know, bubble sheet um multiple choice oh. tests and you can't oh, do anything you about that those? dude it was so awful it was 25 questions oh physics tests it was so bad you couldn't show any work or partial credit so if you didn't get an answer on the sheet you're basically just fucked and that's how it ended up being for most of the time Ethan, like yeah. after after <laughs> that boarding school fiasco yeah. and stuff obviously you started your applications probably in junior and senior year that what, what schools were oh, you looking yeah. to go go to like trying oh, to get man. away get away from that boarding school scene or like go somewhere um, close or where dude i applied all over the place i applied like mainly to the east coast and then like last minute my parents convinced me like five days before to apply to, like the ucs and so i did i like tossed in an application there and then applied to some ivies i applied to um, like Syracuse upstate and I applied um, 
most of the schools like NYU and like WashU and like all these like schools just like all over the place and like yeah I mean it was just I, I didn't get a chance to visit any schools so that was like the because like COVID right dude yeah and then yeah. like you know I really was just like shooting my shot in the dark like I didn't really know anything about these schools that are like research only does so much so you know at, at the end of the day I really just like was okay with anything what was your like direction like what did you want to do when you started applying I mean I like I wanted I applied for international relations which is like a decently common major I'd say yeah. but like I was going out of my way to look into schools with like some kind of art program or some kind of like you know some something in that sort because I like was pretty like not sure about international relations and like a government um degree or something like that but like you know you know like hats off to you if, you, if you're interested in that because that's like you know everyone's different but um yeah and then like I told my parents I wanted to go to like law school quotation marks right <laughs> nothing wrong about that either you know law is a great degree and like people it should is. pursue it great but um yeah, I just, like, wasn't sure, and I was just wanted to apply to schools that had, like, a lot of range, but, dude, it was so stressful. Like, I'm sure you guys can all agree, but, like, yeah. it's just, like, no. Yeah. Mine wasn't. I just applied to one school because I was like, fuck <laughs> yeah. Bruh, this guy. Good well, engineering nice program. Though. Let's go. That's nice, So what you what you settle on for your major? Are you still undecided on that? Oh, uh, still undecided, but, you know, I'll let you know in, like, probably a year. Yeah, it depends. What are you looking at double. for, like, your most... Um, what are you most interested in? I don't know. Um, there's, like, I'd say, like, a myriad of things. Um, for NYU, I'd say there's, like, a really good film program. There's a really good, you know, cast system. And, you know, like, the government program's not bad. So, I like, I might double. Um, I want to look into certain programs a little bit more and, like whatnot but and like i'll have to see you know um try some classes out yeah try some classes. Yeah, yeah, yeah i understand you don't want to like limit yourself to like doing getting stuck down one route and like not having an option to change later i get you yeah yeah but like you know also just like have a plan be like you know semi-realistic at the same time and yeah i mean that's that's the goal yeah you're right yeah that's that's always smart because like same thing with like because arho and i like doing like this podcast thing but like mm-hmm. we wouldn't go into like a journalism degree or something like that like it's yeah. kind of a side thing like a hobby that's because yeah, it's for fun sure. for us to do and it takes our mind off of like especially this last semester for me it's probably the been the worst semester not only like gpa wise really? but like just no fun honestly it was uh so what we yeah, consider in our like uh, major a weed out semester so it's uh-huh. basically every student typically their hardest semester where they take every single hard class every hardcore class basically at the Jeez. same time yeah so it's like your hardest your the highest level physics your usually your highest or second highest level math course organic chem you just starting organic chemistry at this point Oof. a chemical engineering course yeah. yeah it was just it was just overwhelming honestly especially coming off a year where we did online right and it was a little more lax you had more time you had your own mm-hmm. you made your own schedule and stuff and then coming back into having to go yeah. to like scheduled classes and then scheduled in person yeah. exams and stuff 
was a hard Sounds transition tough. but yeah i think i'm yeah. over that i think oh, n- this semester is going to be better and more fun as yeah, long as yeah. we can keep up our podcast schedule and stuff like <laughs> we'll have something to do yeah, hopefully yeah for sure that was always our inconsistency after we <laughs> after what after i left um beijing because we had plans for the whole show and then yeah. i left and then like it fell apart did you guys even do our did you guys do any shows after i left i don't think we did because it was first semester was baseball season and then right after that it was like covid so oh, that's true it just kind of died oh yeah that's rip this is a revival. But it's okay. We're now it's back. Like the start of the new season or whatever. Yeah. So, Ethan, yeah, I know you went on a, an amazing boat trip. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about your little boat trip. Okay. Like, when was right. that? What did you guys do? Yeah. So, um, my boarding school has this, like, training vessel called Geronimo. Um, she's a beaut, I have to say. But um, I've been on her twice. Um, the first time was in March. It was only for a week. The second time I went back for more. It was another month, and um, it was just a really fun time. I, I've never sailed before, and like, I think the program is like organized really well. So they like select a group of students that apply for every trip, and like, um, it sounds really cool, right? Like usually they'll have like a course plan. So for the first trip. Well, we sailed around Florida for a second one. We, because it was longer, we sailed from Georgia to all the way up to Maine and then back down to Rhode Island. Um, and it's just like a really tiring, but really like kind of eye-opening and fun trip, I'd have to say. But, you know, there's a lot of chores on a boat and there's a lot of work to do on a boat that like I didn't expect. Like they make us cook, they make us like clean the toilets and they make us like do all that shit and then we can't like shower and like it's just this like just like a school sponsored trip or something i missed i think i missed the beginning part yeah yeah so so the school bought the vessel well they had the vessel made in the 90s and the boarding school or the college the the boarding school school. they've had it like preserved pretty well and um there's a captain there's two captains and they like rotate on and off um, and then there's always two mates per trip, which are like two experienced crewmen who like usually sail on different tall ships across America. Yeah. And where do you where do you guys go on these boat trips? Like yeah, where do you sail um, to? So we sailed. Well, I, I talked earlier about Florida and like just like cross different states, but like usually around this time during the summer they do like a transatlantic but because of covid they didn't do one this year um but like usually like we stop in islands you know we stop in like places where like we wouldn't have normally gone if we like drove cross country like for example we stopped at this one place in north carolina i forgot the like island's name it sucks but like if you follow like the hatchis islands along virginia like you'll you'll see it and um it's really cool it's just basically like this point that like has a huge ton of like corals and it like blocks off like any of like the waves incoming into like north carolina it was like really fun experience you know saw a seal saw dolphins yeah you know, so i'm saw, assuming like, this, this is a it's got to be a big boat then like a yacht um, or like or just a sailboat yeah it's a sailboat but like 
I mean, if uh, if someone like owned it privately, it'd be probably called a yacht because it's like a really pretty boat. But it's not that big. It's seventy feet, and like once you have like 12, 13 people living on it, it's, yeah, it's not. It's it sounds small. pretty crowded for yeah, twelve dude. people. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they would probably have to limit the numbers on that, right? If especially if you're all living on that, they couldn't bring like a huge group there. Yeah, yeah, but like um, things are pretty strict, and like. The girls get their own cabin, and the guys get their own cabin. Um, Food-wise, you know, like, they buy a crap load of food every time we stop at a harbor. And then, like, we just, like, have, like, a two-hour session where we, like, stock everything into, like, the different, like, nooks and crannies in the boat and, like, the freezer and, like, the fridge. And then, like, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a job, man. Did the boat have Wi-Fi? No, we do not have Wi-Fi. They take, yeah, they dude, they take our phones, the man. Oh, they take no. our wait. What? Yeah, they take Why? our phones like the first day, because oh, they God. want us to be like, like not like looking at our phones while we're like traveling and shit. Yeah, yeah, like that's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, some I, of I would not thing, go on that. Yeah, and like some some of the stuff we do is like, well, we did was like I guess like kind of important because it is like a sailboat. So like, when we're traveling from let's say. Um, trying to give an example, like Charleston, South Carolina to like Baltimore. And when we're underway, we'll have like different shifts. Um, and like every boat is different, but for our trip, we had nine, nine kids, two crew and a captain. So we separated into free watch groups. So A, B and C, and then watch A was from 12 to 4 AM. Oh my. And then watch B was 4 to 8 a.m. And then watch C was um, 8 to 12 a.m. And then you do it in eight-hour intervals. So watch A would go again at 12 to 4 p.m. And then, like, so forth. Yeah. And then during those watches, you do, like, the chores in the time zone. Yeah. Yeah. So 12 to 4 was obviously the worst. But my favorite was 4 to 8. That was was pretty good. Is there a lot to do in the 12 to 4 one? Or is it just... trying to stay awake you just sail you have to, someone's steering someone's navigating and then yeah but like it's like wet and like cold and shit yeah and like dark yeah, dark but the moon honestly, is bright surprisingly honestly i'd prefer the 12 to 4 because i usually go to sleep at 4 a.m so honestly if i was awake yeah. i would be awake that whole time and then go to sleep at 4 a.m and then wake up for the next one i guess yeah but like like there's that right like the night session isn't that bad but the the day session is horrible because we're out at sea and like it's blistering hot at 12 like and you just finished lunch and you have to wash the dishes and like god dude it's just like it's just brutal like i'm telling you my four to eight is the like because you get sunset and then sunrise and you don't have to dishwash dude dishwashing on a boat is fucking brutal for like nine people and like the space is super small and so imagine like nine plate like nine plates um nine nine like pieces of silverware for each person and then like dude it's just it's, it's excessive man it's like it gets to you but how like, was how was the fun. food on the boat oh it's good because like we we take shifts in cooking so all the all the all of us cook so um everyone tries like their best because like we want to impress each other right it was fun you guys fish as well yeah like um my friend, food. 
yeah, my friend really liked to fish. So what we would do is while we were moving, while the boat was moving, they would like hook a fishing line to the back of the boat. And then, um, I guess like they had a lure or something. So like the fish would catch on and we caught a mackerel the first time. And then the second time we caught a mahi mahi. Yeah. Which was like, did you cook those or release them? Oh, we ate them, man. Okay. We yeah, ate of course. <laughs> yeah, we, we ate them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not much of a fish. Mercy, so yeah. how did that compare to, like, what you would eat in China? Like, what would you dude, like more? Like, I mean, I didn't really taste like a... I mean, like, obviously it's probably better than, like, fish. Like, like a carp in, like, a Chinese market. But, like, honestly, like, if you had a mackerel, like, cooked just like in like a restaurant compared to that like i probably wouldn't have like tasted that much of a difference but it was good you know it was like a fun experience yeah. and the fish was really beautiful i had like colored like gills and like it was blue and like yeah yeah i want to transition fresh, to fresh. that the food because i want to talk about ethan ma's food journey a little bit because oh yeah i yes. think that's just the story behind that is just oh, hilarious yeah. of course arho arho was your film yeah the or DP, and you died right he was your dp for that because yeah. i wasn't even there honestly Whatever. we were just that's when we were doing the whole the whole our and i were doing the whole youtube thing and yeah, trying to yeah, get yeah. more series and like content going and then it just failed miserably in like the span of like two days all of our like like new ideas just like crumbled it was so awful no but like it was a worthy endeavor i'd like to yeah, say. yeah. yeah we, like, we ventured into the streets of beijing you know it was pretty dude fun. yeah <laughs> what did we do yeah we stopped at like karozi do you remember that like the the muslim restaurant really? in like hohai yeah i got like the, the i shop. remember i remember bringing you to a place my grandparents brought me to in the streets and like one of the homes well, what did we eat uh, i forgot it was was it like rozamo or something i remember we ate rozamo yeah, we, we ate it, like, oh, after that. some trashy restaurant. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you guys so were trying to get like, me to, <laughs> like, go on this thing with you. And I was going to go with you guys. But yeah. then you were like, we're going to leave at, like, 6, 7 a.m. I was like, nah, fuck no. I'm Did not, we leave that early? No, no, we, no way we left that Where'd early. you end up yeah. leaving? No, That's what you told me. People, dude. Yeah, we That's what you told me. People. I'm pretty yeah. sure you told me that you were leaving then. And then you ended up going at, like. you like, productive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you ended up going at, like, 3 p.m., dude. no. Yeah, like. Yeah, when Holy we got shit, there, dude. like, yeah, we didn't oh, plan yeah. shit. Yeah, we just went. Yeah, we just like we went to that forever. place and then like didn't do no research, didn't we just do no like, around the whole high, took some pictures, took some pictures, took some videos, and that was yeah. okay. Yeah, but I mean, at least we made a trailer. Yeah, that was yeah, fun. I mean, dude. Now I regret. No, I kind of regret. Episode. We'd have clips for that. I regret unless you can find like the original clips, Arho. I'm like, I think I, have I might. For sure. I think I, I might have them on a hard drive too. Honestly, I have a hard drive upstairs. I don't know if it's the right one, but I, I, if you put give me those, I can add those clips in. That would be pretty funny. I kind of <laughs> semi regret. I should have archived or privated those videos, but I don't know why I deleted them permanently. Yeah, those were good times. We definitely should have Dude, finished yeah. the series. There are miles. We could continue them in the future. Yeah, in the future, sometime. We should we should do uh, a food journey in New York? Yeah, that would yeah, be we should film, film something. Yeah. <laughs> That'd yeah, be funny. A lot of a lot of good food here in New York. Yeah, a lot of good food. Ryan and I have been plowing through pizza, yeah. New York style yeah, pizza. Yeah, we, we actually just got pizza a couple hours ago. Yeah, it's, it's nice yeah. New York pizza. Yeah. What are your thoughts on New York pizza, Ethan? Oh, dude, so good, dude. I could like, 
Better than deep dish mm. for sure. I don't like. Oh it. yeah. I don't like Chicago deep dish. Chicago like deep dish yeah, pizza. Like I don't. Pizza yeah. lineage in New York, man. All the Italians, <laughs> gotta respect all the Dons. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, take that shit seriously, dude. Yeah, the diversity of food here is just. Yeah, I don't think you can find this anywhere else in the world. Dude, no. What else have you guys had since been there? Did you get there? When did you get there? Aho, like two days ago. Yeah, on the. When did I get here? Thirty first. I got yeah the thirty thirty first. Yeah. Yeah. Are you staying in an apartment, you guys? Yeah, I'm staying yeah. at Ethan and his mom's apartment for now. Flushing Queens, we Flushing Chinatown. <laughs> yeah, feel, it literally feels like China here. Chinatown. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> you go downstairs, and it's China. literally China, dude. <laughs> dude yeah, because yeah, I've been Chinese to Chinatown in when I we visited DC one spring break or whatever. Oh yeah. We went to DC and then we went to like the Chinatown. I was like, yeah, this feels like home yeah mm-hmm. it's probably not comparable to here though yeah it's a legit chinatown yeah, bro. It's <laughs> yeah. Like, no it was yeah it was all chinese people you'd be surprised you'd think there would be like more tourists or like just people living there for no reason yeah. Yeah. no honestly in the one in dc there's a lot of koreans and korean shops too as well honestly so it's like k-town and chinatown combined kind of thing yeah either that or more or than. there there was a two distinct different k-town and chinatown and and we just like merged them together i just merged them together in my mind because maybe they were like close to each other i don't really remember <laughs> it all that well honestly but yeah i just remember going there and then be like ah oh, yeah let's go oh yeah yeah continuing on the food we oh, know you're a big food, food guy because oh, of our dude. you know we were gonna do a whole food series oh, what are yeah. you what are your favorite cuisines Bro, like... There's a lot of them here in New York, so, you know. Yeah, man. Chinese food, man. I gotta say Chinese food. Yeah. Chinese food's the best. The whole like, food. Yeah, most underrated, most, like, diss on, like, cuisine in America, I think. Which like, type of Chinese dishes? Like, which cai would you what? say is, like, your I favorite? I do, like... I don't, I don't even... Any, bro. Like, bro, like, you know, when I first came to boarding school, like, some of the kids were like, dude, how do you live on Chinese food all day? Like, it's so bad. Like, you just yo, eat, like, sesame chicken yo. all day. I was like, what? are you serious? Yeah. Like, yo. They, like, they don't, like, what? They don't know. They don't like, that's not even, man. that's not even, like, the American Chinese food. It's not even, like, oh, man. Yeah. the real, actual stuff. Most of it isn't, by the way. Anyway. And they have, like, Chinese people working, like, at Hy-Vee. They, like, put, or, like, I don't know if it's, like, Panda Express they do it, too. But, like, at Hy-Vee, <laughs> they just put all yeah. the, like, Chinese people who apply into, like, the Chinese, like, food department. And I'll just yeah. be like, okay. Yeah. But for, like, yeah, answer Ryan Ho's previous question, I like, like, Yuetai, probably. Yuetai. Or, yeah. like, Lu Tai. Um, Would you say, so you're more of, like, like a southern type of... Yeah, Sichuan Thai. You like the Sichuan yeah, Thai. Yeah, Chuan Thai. Chuan Thai. A little too spicy for me, bro. A little too yeah. spicy for me. I can't eat, That's, like, Chuan Thai or, like, Zhongxia. Yeah, dude. Oh, my God. I think it's... Dude, I ate, like... I went to this, like, Chongxing Huo place in, in Shanghai with my family. We got, like, a Wei Wei La pot, which is, oh, like... Dude, yeah, I know. Half the least spice. Yeah. Man, I... Fucking kill you, dude. <laughs> yeah, I died on the second yeah. day. My stomach was dying. Yeah. Like I don't get how they they can take that like they eat that like all they the time. They eat that from dude, from birth. Crazy. They build their immunity from birth or whatever, or they just have like no. Um, I, don't know. I think it has to do with the climate, now. to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like, if if you're like if you're in the north like, and it's like all dry and stuff, and yeah, you eat that, it's, gonna, it's eat definitely that bad for your body. Yeah, you don't want to eat that stuff, dude. Yeah. Gotta eat the carbs in the north. Yeah, like the, the carbs. Build the fat noodles for the winter. Doughy stuff. The doughy stuff. Yeah. 
Would you say rice or noodles? Dude. Noodles. That's a real test on noodles. if you're a southern. Uh, noodles, then, no. you're, then you're a northern food guy. No, there's no, more, well, like, there, no, there's more variety like, in like, noodles, though. So yeah, yeah, there is. But like, yeah, like, based on itself, I think, like, noodles win. But, like, I don't know, like... From dishes? Like the more from dishes, dishes yeah, I think. Dishes. I yeah, like, if you go to, like, Shanghai, it's, like, so much more, like... I don't want to say, like... Because, like, you know, the South has, like, had a richer history in terms of, like, um, finance and, like, wealth than, like, yeah. the North. Yeah. So, like, they, they have, like, a higher diversity of, like, actual, like, you know, food. Yeah, Once yeah. you, like, go, go North, it's just, like, carbs and, like, fat. Because yeah, Northern food is, like, more... poor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's farm true. Life. It's true. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you know, cornfields. Dude, like, 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 Dongbe, like Manchuria. Yeah. Like, the, <laughs> like, London, like, that's all they eat all day. <laughs> like, true. like, stewed meat. That's like, yeah. cause that's all they had. Yeah. Yeah. That's what happens when you get too close to Russia. Yeah. Dude, yeah. 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 But, like, I think one interesting, like, thing is, um, so there's this really famous chef in New York. He's yeah. called David Chang. He started this whole chain called, like, Momofuku. Sounds weird, but, like, um, he's a big big guy in the food world and he has this like idea where uh, harsh times create great cuisine so yeah. like famines wars etc yeah and so like like you know harsh climates and like harsh times in China like without those people never would have like ventured into eating like freaky stuff that people <laughs> like you know what I mean yeah yeah like yeah chicken legs like pig arteries like yeah like and those like you know I think it's not just that, but some some places it's just it's just their culture, you know. Yeah, dude. Oh, they no. eat anything, dude. dude you know, yeah. it's anything. Too far, bro. Too yeah, far. I wouldn't <laughs> touch how what like they the, eat. You know? the monkey stuff, bro. Yeah. yeah. What's your it's What's crazy, your opinion dude? on on moon pies, moon cakes, whatever? You know, I, I got very high in calories. It is. I don't. No, on the, ta- don't on the taste, it. though. Taste. I mean, yeah, good. Like once a year, but like. I, I wouldn't have it on like a I think they're shit. Weekend, yeah, know? I think they're I shit, like, dude. I just eat them for uh, the yeah. for the sake of eating them. Yeah, because it's like a paying respects to like yeah. your family and like the the tradition. But like you know, I'd rather have like I mean, like a pie or something. Yeah, like, yeah. 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 that's oh, yeah, a, that's, a, like, that's a good thing. I yeah, have. but like like I, I yeah I talk shit about like American cuisine a lot, but at the end of the day, dude, like America some some like American food is like pretty good. Like like nothing. Hits the spot like a fucking burger sometimes, like a Shake Shack burger or something. Dude, yeah, like Five Guys were like, man. Yeah, I feel like that's more of like a modern stomach thing, dude. You know? Yeah, like yeah. we end up like craving com- that high calorie food, food because yeah. we've had them for so long. Yeah, yeah, pizza. Like, like it would be, it would definitely be too greasy for people like two centuries can, ago. Yeah, they'd probably eat that in, like for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but it's they just probably good. don't have that much like oil back in their days. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's just so much. Yeah, it's a lot of delicious. Grease. It's not healthy, yeah. but it tastes good, and it has sometimes yeah, it, it has a lot of calories, and that's all that matters when, especially yeah. when you're bulking or whatever. You need that stuff. Yeah. High fat, high protein, calorie surplus. Yes, yes sir. bulky. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so other than Chinese cuisine, like what else? What's your second second cuisine? Yeah. Dude, like, I don't know, like, everyone has their own preference, but, like, no, I think it's keep your mind, like, just, you know, keep your eyes open. That's true. That's, like, important. But, like, um, second favorite cuisine? It's gotta be Italian. Yeah, I mean, Italian food's great. It's 
Yeah, we just went to an Italian restaurant. Yeah. yeah, but like, you know, very fortunate to have like gone to Italy once yeah. or twice in my life and like pizza, man, all like all kinds of pasta and like that stuff. But like, yeah, I always I mean, go with the, the like, pastas. The pastas in an Italian restaurant yeah. over the but pizza. Like, yeah. Yeah, but there's like a lot of like minute similarities between like um, Chinese and like Italian food and just like cuisines throughout. Like instead of um, water and dough in pasta, it's like eggs, olive yeah. oil and dough. So it's like you know, it's just one ingredient. And it's like instead of like a broth, usually like a broth or a soup with their noodles, it's like a sauce yeah, and usually a cream. Tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, like Chinese people say like. You know, Chinese people Dude, got yeah. Italians into pizza. <laughs> yeah, like bro. they say, Macabolo brought, uh, what was it? Yeah, like <laughs> a pizza. Yeah, like, that's like Queen Margarita. Yeah, yeah, when he went to China, no, yeah, <laughs> he yeah. brought it back to it's yeah. Italy and made pizza. <laughs> Yeah, I thought he. I thought he was with the noodles. He brought the noodles back. I do. I don't. Th- I think it was pizza, bro. Like, like this, like the Charbonne. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's what Chinese people say. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows if it's true? Oh, what is true is um like. Pizza Margarita was named after like Queen Margarita, cause um and like the guy whoever like created it, I forgot his name like he matched the colors to like the Italian flag, so like the green of the basil, the white of the uh, mozzarella cheese with like the red of the tomatoes, and that like makes the thing. That's the only like thing that I do know, but like everything else seems like, meh. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it was noodles, cause I searched it up. I, I just okay. searched it. It was Tomyobian and pizza. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Dude, I haven't had that in such a long time. Oh yeah. my god. My mom can make that. I'm going to ask her to make that. I'm so spoiled. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else? I mean, I just like... I grew up watching a lot of food stuff. So like whenever I came to America, I would watch like... What's that guy's name? Guy Fieri. Guy Fieri. Drive-ins, oh, dining, and like dives. With <laughs> my dad, and then afterwards, like I matured a little bit. I watched a lot of like Anthony Bourdain. May he rest in peace. Oh, Rip, dude, Rip, man, that was a legend. And then yeah. that guy hung himself. Yeah, yeah so the hotel, right? depression. Yeah, in yeah. France. Yeah. yeah. You never know when these like celebrities are having like going dude, through depression. Yeah. Did you see it's Betty? Betty White just died. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yeah. Like two weeks Rick. away from her 100th birthday. That's unfortunate. Dude, oh my god, yeah. So, so ironic. They were like writing articles like how she's such in good health, almost approaching her 100th birthday. And then like two Aww. days later, so they, jinxed, they jinxed it so hard, dude. No. Oh my god. That's so tough. Can't believe the queen outlived her. That's what they're all saying. <sighs> the oh queen. my god. How dude. old is the queen, she's dude? Like, she's getting there, dude. She's god. getting there. It's going to be big news when she passes away. Yeah. They have, like, oh, that yeah. whole plan with it, too. Yeah, it's, like, what, yeah. like, billion-dollar plan or something? Like, yeah, something like that. Like, yeah. whole procedure. Procedure. Yeah, continue on food. Do you um, have any, like, food. memorable restaurants that you've been to throughout yeah, your yeah. life? Yeah, I've never been to, like, any of, like, the super, like, fancy restaurants. Like, like, like not the, the Michelin stars one? No, I've been to, like, like one of, like, one Michelin star restaurant. Like, like a Gordon like Ramsay the, restaurant? No, I've never been to those. But, like, the, the free Michelin star restaurants, they get, like, a little pricey. Like, especially in the ones in New York. Like, so there's 11 Madison Park in New York. And then there's one called, like, Le Bernardin and, like, uh, Massa and blah, blah, blah. And they just get, like, really pricey. Like, two three $300 per, like, sitting or something like that. So it just, like, 
Um, I think it's like only catering to like a specific audience, but um, in terms of like good food, man, like I took Ryan Ho to like Katz's Delicate, like deli, like two yeah, days ago. I mean, yeah. no, it's two days ago. Uh, I no, went, it was yesterday. It was yesterday. It was really good. You know, like I went there four years ago with my dad. That was like a great time. Never had Jewish food before. Never had pastrami before. And like that was a place to go. Um, I had a really, really, I went to a really like famous sandwich place in Florence when, when my family and I was there. It's called like, I apologize if I like pronounce it wrong but like Atlantico something and they opened a store in New York actually but um yeah that was really good but I mean food good foods out there and like any pretty much any any restaurant in China gets my gets my approval yeah the homeland food homeland food yeah 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 what are your thoughts on boba it's a uh, it's a new it's not new but like you know it's a trendy oh, thing out in America shit, that we trendy brought shit. over from that yeah from across the world there's that like the, like the stigma around it dude people like people like that stuff way too much man yeah do you think it's so do you think it's overrated yeah and it's like it's like association with like Chinese culture so all these like celebrities gotta be like oh like I like my boba blah blah blah, blah. <laughs> I can't live without it like to so please oh, the Asian on, audience like, yeah dude like <laughs> like just boba man like not big deal like if you said like tea or something i get yeah, it but it's like yeah. it's like i don't know it's like dude on the topic like, of oh yeah continue actually better drink a milkshake something <laughs> like that how, how often do you get boba not very i mean that like the us getting it today was like the first time in like, like uh, a year and a half a year and a half yeah like, how often dude time. how often oh do God. you get boba arho how often do you get it? I don't know. Not that often. I crave it like, yeah. I don't know, like once, twice a month. Oh, yeah. I never like I say that's it. like an Asian, like that's like, like normal amount yeah. for like your yeah, no, average Asian yeah. here. Like, Dude, no. Remember when we had access to Waimai directly to the school and stuff? Oh, yeah, that we had. The, it was out of hand, much. dude. It was, so, get, like, it was so easy to get it. It was so and easy. And it was cheaper was, too. Dude, remember how we would go take BP and like order Dunkin' Donuts and like <laughs> boba yeah. to the field and like just dude, like yeah, what was we it? just go out grab it and we eat it on the field while we're taking dude. BP. Yeah, I don't know Those what that was times, about. Dude, oh dude, my, oh god. my god, yeah. But so we funny. ate like when I was still at ice, we ate like lendulami every day. Oh my lunch. god, yeah, the stingy ass, bro. Dude, yeah. like, it was like what like ten kwai for a whole bowl. Yeah, and I couldn't finish the bowl because I had so much noodles in it. Yeah, like. Wait, what was two that? slices of like oh, I remember the meat. that yeah it was like such limited meat and a lot of new and it was good but like it the meat good, to yeah. noodle ratio not wasn't healthy. Good. definitely yeah. not dude, healthy dude we made what a was... fucking mess at the library every day during lunch <laughs> dude what was so the one that spot. that we ate with the like pork and like uh what was it called what Yoshinoya was it, was, was it Yoshinoya it might have been Yoshinoya actually with rice oh, oh, I miss rice? That. I miss yeah but there's also one with like a pork that was really good too like the breaded pork I think it was Yoshinoya. I think Yoshinoya oh, is in the United the States. The breaded pork is probably like the like the Japanese like cutlet then, right? Yeah. But the like, chow That's like too bougie. We never ordered that. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Dude, what? Yeah, a, and then Arho and I would order Burger King and stuff all the time. Oh And yeah. occasionally no, McDonald's. Dude, this guy would have Burger King like, like he would have double whoppers with uh-huh. no tomatoes. Yeah. No, no sauce, vegetables. No lettuce. No vegetables. <laughs> no vegetables. <laughs> buns. <laughs> it was Bro, just buns and like what? the meat. 
Like, bro, everyone's like clowning on him during Dude. during lunchtime. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I don't no one understands how you do that, right? You don't want like the acidity and like the like the the tanginess. Yeah, it's just like, dry like, too. It was just bro, dry. yeah, no ketchup. Dude, no, the, like, the I did try and put ketchup when they gave me ketchup. Yeah, because I like ketchup, but like yeah. uh, tomatoes, I'm not a fan of, and lettuce, it's just it's just there. And it's like just for what reason? It's it doesn't help. I get it. It's, just, yeah, it, get it. it's like that's true. Yeah. They also, don't use good lettuce. Yeah. Do you guys like fish fillets from McDonald's? Um, they're all. Right. I w- it was n- would not be my go-to choice, but if like someone handed yeah. me like eat this and I was like hungry, I'd be like, okay, yeah. Okay. But it's not Dude, my go-to choice. Yeah, like I ordered it while we were on like this like swimming, um, meet at school and then like everyone trashed on me for it apparently like it's like a gross thing what and i got two of them and i was like like eating that shit like i was going like <laughs> going right i was like yeah. happy you know i thought it was like pretty good <laughs> yeah. and then everyone everyone just like it's like dude is that is that fish fillet i was like yeah like what the fuck? and they saw like freaking out Oh my god, what? Yeah. yeah i didn't know that's a thing yeah no it's i, just, I thought it was just a normal thing it's good what? yeah Oh my it's god. not a common item. Yeah. It's better than uh, no, it's not better than the burger. I don't like McDonald's burgers. So I think they're trash. So I get chicken yeah, nuggets. I get that. Just, the really taste cheap. is off, no, dude. The taste is off. Whatever like seasoning or whatever they use, like, it's just yeah, off. Yeah, it tastes like that like fake chemical flavoring they use. Yeah, it's not good at all. Yeah, I honestly think Chinese McDonald's is better. Yeah, honestly, yeah, um, yeah. honestly, yeah. Uh, but when they when they deliver it to you and it's like cold it becomes so shit i've had so yeah. many times i've ordered yeah. why am i ordered um uh, mcdonald's and it's like not i'd say 85 percent of the time it came like cold cold and it, soggy that's the yeah, worst it was dude. so bad especially and the fries like, you just can't just eat those fries it, dude i just yeah. ate it i just dealt with it and i was like fuck this like sometimes yeah. they would come an hour and a half late and like get the address wrong like that's we don't have a problem with that here when i order from like doordash or something you, you never have that problem really where they like get the address wrong and have to like yeah, call you yeah. four times to find yeah. the right thing it's it's, it's cheaper yeah. though back home like, yeah cheaper, it's a lot yeah. cheaper i don't say it wasn't i think it's because you lived at yosemite and it was like you know gated community and everything so it's hard yeah, to get to your that, house that was definitely like, a problem for your average chinese person it's like fast it's really fast yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but stuff. doordash is doordash is ridiculous dude you can like go dude, into mcdonald's yeah through the drive-thru and get like your full meal for like 10 bucks right mm-hmm. and then if you door dash it even if it's like though i have one one mile away from my apartment mm-hmm. but like i don't have a car at school so i have to either have my friend drive me or my girlfriend drive me if i want to go yeah and like it's like doubles the cost of it to like just order it because of the delivery fees and like the yeah. tip and everything it's ridiculous yeah. Whereas yeah, like a lot of it's just not platform money as well. It doesn't even yeah. go to the driver. Yeah. Like Meituan Waimai, you would like pay basically the dude price plus price. like a small <laughs> delivery fee, dude. Yeah, so sometimes funny. they have like discounts and it's like insane discounts, yeah, you know? Dude. Yeah. It's basically like cheaper sometimes oh than God. going to the so actual nice. store. Yeah. And food in China is cheaper. Yeah. Right? So like But I feel bad for the drivers though because, you know, yeah, they get paid like they work long hours and it's just like you know sometimes just seeing them in the rain Dude, hustling yeah. oh yeah and they can't like they get penalties for being late or getting bad reviews really? they do yeah and they can't take it's tips like, either which is yeah there's like this hurts. whole like yeah. social movement a while ago because yeah. like there, there was this article that came out on wechat about like how basically like the the corporate of like the delivery world was like <laughs> using their algorithms to like yeah. you know basically push the drivers to like have like like 
faster delivery times yeah. at the sake of their safety. Yeah. So you see a lot of like, like why my are they like, they run red lights and stuff or like yeah. go the other yeah. way just to get there in time. Okay. It's pretty, really Damn, sad. That's messed up. Like, it is. It yeah. is, honestly. Yeah. Changing the like, but like there is a, the, there's a, there's a, like a white my like app in Flushing and it's like Chinese. Yeah, it was it Fun Hong Yeah, dude. What yeah, the we f- have that in Michigan as well. Really? Yeah, it's like a Chinese delivery dude, app. Dude, that's thing. so fucking. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've never used it though. No, same. But I, I always yeah. see like the posters on like the Chinese yeah, market yeah. or restaurants. DoorDash or Uber. They always Eats, have you know? it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we have that. I don't. I've never heard of that before. Yeah, I haven't seen that in. It's probably in KC. a bigger city. Uh, <laughs> Kansas yeah. City. Yeah, there's no. There's like no Chinese people there, dude. <laughs> yeah, like the, the. Dude, really, there aren't. Honestly. Especially, yeah. The, oh. the Chiefs game we went to. I was actively dude, looking yeah. for another Asian person. <laughs> I didn't see a single but one. Honestly, you're not out of like see what, them. like eighty thousand people or something. For not a single other Asian dude. Well, remember, crazy. we discussed this. When you you're gonna go to a Chiefs game, there's the likelihood of you seeing another one is like not that great at no, a, as yeah, a sporting event especially yeah. an American football game it's not yeah, that's fair yeah. yeah yeah that was a good time the Chiefs game this fun atmosphere it was uh, it, yeah they choked today oh my god dude. So yeah they bad. lost to the they lost to Cincinnati Chiefs first and rest the Bengals yeah. dude there was a ton Ooh. of ter- terrible calls the whole game Mostly I towards the, the game, so I don't, yeah. I don't know anything. But, <laughs> dude, it was it's just like awful. It was dreadful. Field. Our defense yeah. was terrible, but the the oh. referee staff, they were like all new people coming together, uh, like a whole new crew coming together. They were awful. Mm. It's it terrible. So. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, we're talking about Eat the Moss food journey later and like p- a possible revival episode. You, will we post that to the Ho Show channel? Eat the Ma. Reinho we could or to like either either my channel or the Hosho channel yeah cause I mainly post film stuff on my own channel that's true but like on that topic Ethan what's your like interest in in film in general cause when we approached you with that oh. idea in like whatever it was ninth grade 8th grade you were like yeah. on board with it pretty immediately so obviously you had like some knack or passion for filmmaking and stuff like the same vision we had back then um yeah filmmaking i am not as experienced as like other people in isb i'd say but because like i never did ivy film or you know like i haven't made any student films but like you know man I lo- i've watched a lot of movies and i like say that um with a grain of salt but like like i've watched like a lot of dude i didn't know work in seventh grade like i just torrented movies and then like watched them <laughs> man like it was just like like i would just go on like people's like critics like lists and just like search up movies and then like watch them yeah and then like i would watch like i remember i downloaded terrence malick's like the tree of life which like um is like this incredibly in- understandably like difficult to like process movie yeah and like i still don't understand it but like i watched out and i was like 13 i was like yo what like why is there scenes in nature and like what is going on like so brad pitt's like doing this and blah blah and it was just like i've always like liked watching movies and my friend and i uh, started like a movie club in high school and we just like take that as an excuse to like use the theater on saturdays to watch like movies 
so you know it, it's just always been an interest but like i never really got to appreciate it until like these last couple of years um but like you know filmmaking wise we'll see like a lot of people want to go into hollywood and it's like pretty saturated but you know it's a it's a pretty cool industry i'd say yeah so would you do you like those like more like those films that require more thought and processing dude yeah i mean if you like i feel like um hey i mean if someone like gives you an opportunity you don't want to like pass up on it but like if you if you want to like make films you gotta like you know like put heart into it right like yeah develop your own style develop your own story like you know be your own screenwriter um and like you know i'm in no position to give anyone advice because like i you know i don't know like jack about like the industry or like the art that much but like it's just like i think like you know directors or like whoever like they're storytellers first yeah. and like they spend yeah. so much time like developing like um the characters and like what they write about and like without you know that aspect of like the industry is just i think like purely aesthetics Right, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like like people who just make it look good. Yeah, but man. there's no meaning behind anything. Yeah, it's just yeah. purely for like the visuals and stuff. Yeah, I mean, not to say like a, being a DP isn't like important. Like being a DP is still like incredibly hard. Yeah, yeah but like, yeah, but like I mean, I think there's like I think we all have like an experience where yeah. like we watch a movie and you as like a kid and you're just like holy shit like this is so awesome and like yeah this is like wow like I think that moment for me was like interstellar which like I think a lot of people love that movie yeah. and I was like what the hell like I want to like do stuff this is so crazy like how did they like make this yeah. into a film like they shoot this in space like it's crazy <laughs> like dude yeah I fought that like it's crazy <laughs> yeah his yeah. Christopher Nolan stuff is just I don't know yeah. about Tenet, but you know yeah, the other stuff is just Tenet. Tenet's mind blowing. Yeah, it was a, Christopher yeah. Nolan did The Dark Knight too, right? Yeah, The Dark Knight. He's a way of yeah. like using cinematography to, yeah, like evoke like powerful images mm-hmm. and stuff, which is what you should do with it. Like some people, I've seen some films that just use it to um, like look nice, right? Or like yeah, look cinematic and stuff, but like there's yeah. no storytelling with it. Yeah. But no, he does a great job with that. Yeah, and like, what's crazy is he like, he went to like um, UCL in London, and he didn't even study film. He studied like philosophy, and like worked in the industry in like England for like the first six seven years of his career. Saved up some money and then made a short film with all the money that he saved up. And like with that, he got like a producer's. Um, tension so he like took a big risk but you know eventually most people do and then he got funding for his like first actual film memento and like from then on he kind of blossomed into the star that we know yeah i think it's like yeah yeah. i think it's just amazing how a lot of these people in the film industry like their backgrounds and their like weight into the industry it's crazy it's crazy like not to say like um a lot of like film majors don't eventually like get there but there's like there seems to be a lot of people that like study English and study like 
like the humanities before to get into it. Like, so um, Chloe Zhao, I think a lot of people in the film industry know her. Like she she won um, the Oscar for like Nomadland for like directing. She studied like poli sci and like something else in in, in like uh, like Baroque college I think, and then she like lived just like a normal life like she bartended and stuff for like a couple of years and she was like wow like I want to tell stories and it just like wow. like applied to Tish <laughs> yeah wow yeah that's crazy like and then it's, it's hard man like he, she came out of college and then she like lived with, in this like Native American um, community for a while and then she wrote a screenplay and like sent that to Sundance it's like crazy like hard work like sacrifice and then like I, you know I think like the the problem with um their expectations for people coming out of film school well i think we've seen a, like a lot of successful like people like we know yeah. successful actors who come out well i feel like more like nowadays the rules from actors come from like modeling or like some other entertainment industry before they transition into to film like yeah uh, like chris yeah, hemsworth or like the rock school. or something yeah usually yeah. not film school but like directors and stuff like you were saying who majored in something outside of film for um before coming into the industry like people i think people are obsessed with the technical aspects when they're in film school and yeah. then when you take like people with who studied like philosophy like say christopher nolan did or like poli science yeah. or something they have a different perspective and that creates for more unique like storytelling ability than yeah. someone who's focused on the technical aspects of the of the yeah. process I mean, like, technicality is important, of course, but, like, I think telling stories is important, too, and, like, I mean, Martin Scorsese studied English before he ever, like, thought of making any movies, and now he's, like, the greatest director of the past century amongst, like, other people, of course, but, like, yeah, I mean, it's out there, man, it's out there. Film is, like, a, film is, like, one of, like, the, the paths where there, like, is no clear curriculum for you and like no promises and no you know legitimate like answers unless you have like a lot of connections and your dad is like really famous or something like that or your yeah. mom yeah. Away. yeah yeah aside from film i know that you're a big uh you're really into art oh yeah man. big art guy you know yeah. so we went yeah. to uh oh, we today yeah, yeah you know? we did yeah. yeah saw a lot of great art there yeah Really interesting stuff. Yeah. What got you into art? My mom. Your mom? Made me, like, go to art class. <laughs> but you liked it? Yeah, I liked yeah. it. And then, um, I think, like, freshman year at ISV was, like, the yeah. funnest art time I, ever, I had. Um, like, in terms of, like, art? Yeah, in terms of, like, actual art and, like, like photography was fun yeah. and all that. And then, like, what was, like, kind of, like, well, I'm kind of pissed off about, like, once I got to, like, high school and, like, boarding school, I just didn't, like, do that much art anymore. Yeah. Which was like, I guess like kind of the environment it wasn't like the right time. And yeah, I mean that was weird, but um, yeah, arts arts fun. You know, I think everyone can do art. You know, myself included. I'm like no no master at all. So like, I think anyone as long as they like find their medium can like express themselves in some kind of way, and like it's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 Much like. <laughs> yeah you beginning like art with like your mom setting for classes like i feel like relatable because dude yeah back in my day when i was in elementary school yeah like back in chinese school like my mom sent me to this like art class downtown like shawnian gong 
Oh, dude. Yeah. So there's like other apartment buildings. Yeah, and, so, yeah. and there's like these other other Chinese kids who are like pretty much forced into the art class yeah. by their moms as well. Yeah. And then like, like one of the kids just hated their teachers. And like, <laughs> the teacher was like the art teacher was nice and just like, oh, what are you what are you passionate about? What do you like to do? Yeah. And then the killer's like. I want to I want to hit my teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, what a No. What a Oh no. It was like, yo, Bro. so sad. My mom saw that. I was like, yo, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, don't no do we're this. not doing this, yo. Yeah. Never yeah, make so. you like write calligraphy. Not calligraphy. It was just like I don't know, it was just random art class. They yeah. just pretty much let kids draw anything they want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Art is like I don't. I don't. I honestly don't know. Like, what do you? What art do you usually make? Man, I don't do like that much art. I just like just draw, draw sketches stuff. and shit. Yeah. Like, I just like I have a sketchbook, like yeah. food that stuff. Um, honestly, at the end of the day, like it's just like how it is. Like, I think, I think like, what would be really interesting would be like. Um, I'm trying to think of what I was going to say. I just, like, totally lost my train of thought. Yeah, sorry. Um, I got it back. My apologies, guys. But, um, I think, honestly, at this point, like, film seems like an even, like, more interesting endeavor. Because, like, I don't I feel know. Like it's a new it's, it's, like, it's expanding, yeah, you know? It's, it's not, like... Even, but, like, recently there's, like, been, like, a callback to, like, the use of, um... I mean, we talked about this, like, use of, like, actual film. Yeah, and, like, yeah, filmmaking. yeah. And, like, a lot of, like, pretty big directors are, like, going through that stuff. But it's, like, I don't know. I think, it like, it's an expanding art, and there's, like, a growing industry there. Yeah. And, like, meanwhile, like, if someone's going to be, like, an artist, you're kind of, like, fending for yourself. And you need, like, like, the curatorial world's, like, approval. And yeah. Like, yeah. Because I feel like as the, the cost of making a film goes down. Yeah. Like, our phone, the quality on our phone cameras are yeah. so good now. Yeah, exactly. But, like... In a couple of years, when like every like you can yeah. shoot cinema grade stuff on yeah. your phone, yeah, like that landscape of like art turning like basically shifting into film and yeah. like digital media, I yeah. think that's gonna like it's also like, more shift like, the industry. Yeah. It's also more like acceptable, like like there's like technology wise that you just covered on, but like storytelling wise, I think like yeah. people are like being more and more like drawn in by like I don't know like liberalized kind of like topics like. Yeah. Um, like the the movie that won um, the Palme d'Or in like the Venice Film Festival this year was called this movie called like Titan, which yeah. is about like this this woman. I haven't watched it, but I'm really excited to watch it. It's about like this woman that falls in love with like a car and has the car as like baby or something like that. Oh, what? Yeah, it's crazy, Yo, dude. What? But it's like really good. Wait, every every, hold up, hold every up. person I've seen that like watched the movie says it's really good. Does and, that is it like CG? No, I don't I mean, think she actually like shows them like I think the scenes in the <laughs> like, show her like like centrally like massaging the car and like whatnot. <laughs> oh, okay. watch the trailer, man. I think oh, wow. someone called it like body That's horror. Very interesting. Yeah. But like yeah, man, things are getting out there. And like I think it's a great way to like expose people to different stories and like yeah. yeah. I feel like the like film really exposed like connected the world, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. a lot of international films and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like previously with art I guess, like, art has less of a language it's, barrier, though. Yeah, but art is, like, you can't... Not everyone understands art. That's true. Because, like, if I convey, like... 
some stuff are really abstract. Yeah, like cultural undertones are hard to like understand. Like if I draw like something related to like I don't know, like like only like a Chinese like person will understand with like you know. I'm trying to think of like something only Chinese people really like mess with, like like a like a like a hopper, like a vase or something yeah, like that, yeah. or like something like there's certain, you know. No, but I mean like, like you know when back in like the 1800s when oh yeah when yeah. the British people came they took all of it back yeah, you all know? of it stolen like, like I the feel VA like they liked like they the, definitely liked it yeah yeah and I feel like you know aesthetic is like the aesthetic is pretty much common but yeah. sometimes if you can't understand like. Like through film, there's a lot of yeah. You decontextualize of, art. There's yeah, no like, there's yeah. no meaning anymore. It's just yeah. aesthetic. Yeah. And there's like a whole history of that with like, like yeah. But um, film, I think, is it's in, in itself is like, just like you set a context. There's a story. Yeah. yeah. You know, so you can't take the story away, and like, yeah. I mean, I feel like there's more creative freedom in terms of like expressing time. Yeah. Because I feel like that's one thing that yeah. like like the film is like uniquely one thing is like sound of course like the music aspect yeah. and also expressing time it's like yeah coming yeah. back on christopher nolan's stuff like he uses like he messes with yeah, time yeah. a lot yeah, yeah. storytelling techniques yeah. yeah and i feel like art is just like yeah expands on the the visual aspects a lot more yeah and like other aspects as well more creative freedom yeah for sure and like i think like aside from storytelling um i don't know like you're definitely right about like um time itself and like how you can like shape different storyboards and like timelines with like how a story is told by like you know cutting back and forth or something like that but um yeah i mean dude it's out there it's expanding you know and it's like accepting like different people to try new things like and like budgeting is difficult though right like yeah. you get a hollywood budget or like a rich or something like that but yeah, that's like i think that's like the number one like obstacle for young filmmakers is like budget i feel like it's more accessible than like other types of some types of art though like yeah 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 like everyone's got a phone and yeah i think you said before like someone some director made like something like filmed the entire film on like an iPhone yeah, or something Steven Soderbergh yeah. who's like a well known very famous producer and director but I think he's probably paid to do that by Apple or something and, like, <laughs> probably, yeah. probably sounds like right. a very big Apple yeah. marketing and like campaign. Apple's like paying really famous directors to like film film on movies like shorts on like iPhones nowadays yeah and they're just like posting it on like YouTube yeah, on their ads and stuff it's, like filmed on <laughs> iPhone like but hey, like tenacity and um, talent yeah. and hard work and like you shall succeed. It's great to see the the bar to enter the creative world is lowering. So yes, looking forward to see some new great content in the future. Yes, hopefully from the likes of the three of us. Or something yeah, like that. yeah. <laughs> Will we continue Ethan Ma's food journey in uh, New York or other places? Yeah. Quality content coming to you soon. Yeah. But anyway, I think that wraps up um, all our conversation with Ethan. Ethan, thanks for coming on the show today. Thank really you so much for having, having me. Great having you as a guest. Interesting. Unfortunate that wow. Ryan couldn't contribute some of his stories uh, from IMG. Yeah, but we'll have him at. Right. We'll have him come on at another time. Yeah. Yeah. We, we look forward to having goods. you come on back on some other time in the future too, Ethan. 
Yeah, let me know, man. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely have you back yeah, again. I got so much free time. <laughs> we could do a like a Skype podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, everyone, thanks for listening, and、uh, we'll post another episode sometime soon in the future. So look、mm-hmm. forward to that. Peace.